Welcome to the Save the Mermaids podcast. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Blake. And here's your mythology mini-sode. It's mythology (laughs) Monday. (laughs) Oh man, I should have picked a way more menacing one. (laughs) I tried to make it spooky this time. It was spooky. And the the thing is not at all spooky. Oh, dang it. (laughs) Should have been a reggae day. Yeah, actually, yeah. (laughs) Um, So today we're going to be talking about another shell. Conk was so cool. We're going to talk about my favorite shell, which is the sunrise shell. And I know you wanted to hear about this one too. And it ended up being pretty cool. Okay. So I take my song back. Uh, You can save it for another Imagine me playing the ukulele. It's mythology Monday. Oh yeah. With the ukulele in the back. Better. Perfect. Yep. Okay. (laughs) Save the spooky one for later. Cause I'm, you know me, I will find another spooky one. (laughs) So the sunrise shell is exclusive to Hawaii. And for those of you who don't know what it looks like, Google it because they're beautiful. But basically it's a tiny scallop shell that goes from like a very bright, vibrant orange into a pink. Mm. There's also a moonrise shell. I love the moonrise shell. That are like blue to green. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty special. I love, I can't, I like, I try to get my hands on any kind of sunrise shell. Right. Um, so the, the shell themselves comes from an animal called a, Lang, a Langford's pectin. It's a scallop, a very tiny little scallop. Oh. I know. The biggest sunrise shell I've ever seen is maybe like an inch and a half. Yeah. They're pretty small. Um, it is a very small scallop, like I said, native to the Hawaiian islands. The scallop itself lives very, very deep, about 300 to 600 feet. Wow. I know. I'm kind of surprised by how deep it was, but for that reason, they are very, very rare. Yeah. Because they're so far out of where we, as people, go shell shopping (laughs) in the ocean. Um, The most likely place and time to find them is after a storm that has churned up the sea and either diving to about 100 feet or if you're really, really lucky walking on the beach. Mm. Like, real lucky. And most people find them at sunrise. Oh, that's why they're because the waves are kicking it all up. Mm-hmm. I've only found one on the beach that was like the very top of like its little curve, like the sea oh. curve at the top that was broken. And I was like, ah, it's so close. And I've never seen one underwater because underwater, when you're diving, I've been to a couple of dive sites that are known for having sunrise shells there. But when you look around, it's past 100 feet. So those colors, the bright mm-hmm. reds and oranges, all go away and everything looks very they're all very dirty. You have to clean them up pretty well. So like you, unless you have the eye for it and you know what you're looking for, it's going to be really hard. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. I have such a dream to find my own sunrise shell. Right. Um, but yeah, they're found typically at sunrise and that's what gives them their name. Aww. I thought that was really cute. So they're super, super rare. Um, they're often called Hawaiian gold. And it is a blessing to have one. Mm -hmm. So um, in the past, sunrise shells were exclusively worn by royalty and commoners weren't allowed to have them even in their house, let alone wear them. They were very often ordered to search for them only for the royals. Wow. Yeah. So like a raid your house. I I don't know if it was that serious, but it was a big deal. But you were not allowed. You know, it's interesting too is that there's not a lot of artwork depicting royals with sunrise shells. Mm-hmm. So that's also very interesting. Well, also back in the day, you're only relying on it washing up 
pretty close to the beach because it's not like people were diving to even a hundred feet right often you and know? like you said the color is gone by then so you're not getting down you're there not and able like, to search oh, cool. on free diving yeah right right exactly um so the reason for um the shells and the reason for the shells were and still being like very very special is that they were thought to bring blessings to whoever wore them so that kind of started with the royals they were like i get the blessings Mm -hmm. and you bring them to me (laughs) you bring me the blessings (laughs) yeah so they represent hope strength healing peace joy and protection so literally everything you want all the good things all in one shell i love that i do too i love them so much more now that i researched them yeah i've always loved them from for their bright colors yeah i just think they're so special um but the fact that they represent literally like all of us i mean all of us you and i (laughs) all of us here at save the mermaids has a bunch of crystals for like all of those things separate in one shell that can be represented um so it is a symbol of carrying and sharing. This is my favorite part. Carrying and sharing the aloha spirit. Oh. So as you're wearing them, it's like a gift from the ocean. It makes you more positive, which radiates to others. And you're spreading the positivity and the aloha spirit. Oh, I should have worn mine today. I know. I didn't even think of it because, well, we both came from like, like I was working out. Yeah. And we were running errands. And so I'm rubbing a crystal right now <laughs> instead of a shell. But yeah, that's the sunrise shell story. I love that. Can I tell you my own personal sunrise shell story? Because I only have one. Please. Um, so I have one that was from Oahu. I ended up buying it at a um, like a farmer's market from a woman locally who makes jewelry. But she had, the thing is with a lot of the sunrise shells, because they're so expensive, usually people are putting them with gold or silver. Yeah. But I wanted something that I could swim with. And this was way back in twenty. 16 I think when I first I got my first like dolphin watching job mm-hmm. um on the west side of Oahu so I was like I wanted a necklace that I could wear in the water with the animals because I have this is gonna sound so hippie but I have different necklaces that I wear with different animals to like infuse the mana like the energy of the animals right so when I'm on a shark dive I wear my shark necklace when I'm on a dolphin dive I wear my dolphin necklace um so I got this sunrise shell that's absolutely beautiful and it's a th- it's thread it's like a gold thread instead and has like just a regular clasp in the back Um, and I wore that every single day on my dolphins and had so many magical experiences. And to this day, if I wear it and I'm on the West side, dolphins show up. Uh, yeah. So I'm always like, come on dolphins. And I never wear it with my sharks (laughs) because it's like just such a different energy from like the sweet, light, vibrant, that one. So normally I do with my sharks. Like I have like, um, with my whales, I have a pearl with my sharks. I have this like green peridot necklace. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love that. Yep. Mm, dolphins. Yeah. Dolphins have a very sunrise shell vibe. They I think. do. Yeah. I'm going to need a moonrise shell now. I know. I think those are even rarer. Yeah. And they are so expensive. Yeah. It's <laughs> like constantly looking for them. If anybody wants to send us gifts here at Save the Mermaids podcast, because you love listening, we will totally take sunrise shell and moonrise shells. Yes, please. Love them. <laughs> Thanks so much for diving in with us today. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at Save the Mermaids Podcast. Visit our website at www.mermaidconservation.com for all the podcast merch and our eco-friendly favorites. And don't forget to join our Facebook community, Save the Mermaids Podcast Community. 
This is where we will post our monthly meetups, share our favorite underwater adventures, and connect with like-minded ocean lovers all over the world. Until next time, mermaids! Thank you.